Hey, I think this movie might be a phony. I'm Justin. Rob Schneider might be an anti-vaxxer, but he'd stick a needle in that ass. I'm Sam. Wow. I'm, I'm so sorry, guys. We're going to have to postpone the podcast. My jeans just ripped at the crotch all the way down through the buttonholes. I'm Jackie, and this is Knockoff on Stinger Madness. Hello and welcome to Nonsensical November on Stinger Madness, the month where we sometimes try to find movies that completely 100% do not make any sense. We will find out if that is the case here with 1998's Knockoff, starring JCVD, Rob Schneider, a little bit of Paul Sorvino, and uh, I don't think anybody else. It's Russell Wong's brother, Michael. The cop. Oh, that's why. That's why he has such a convincing um, American accent is because he's from Troy, New York. <laughs> okay, all right. Uh, currently streaming on uh, any of the streaming channels with ads. We always recommend Tubi because it seems to be the least annoying of all of them. Uh, Sam, what have you got on knockoff? Well, uh, Suey Hart came to the U.S. He's a very prolific Hong Kong producer. In fact, he. Uh, owns a film workshop, the studio. And he came to the U.S. and did two movies with Van Damme and had enough of it and went back to Hong Kong because they were so... Uh, he, he didn't like the level of control he was not allowed to have. He thought that there was too many exterior forces meddling with his movies. An example of that, there's about 20 minutes of movie cut out of this. And it's not like bullshit. They just like cut 20 minutes of action. That'll wow. work good. Okay, Let's... Yeah. a bunch of in the an action. action. In an action movie. The stuff that you're actually selling to the people. <laughs> okay. It's like cutting uh it's like cutting twenty minutes of romance out of a Jennifer Lopez movie. What would there wouldn't be any movie left. There wouldn't be any movie. <laughs> so, Diane Lane's here. Cut it all out. Yeah. So you got the MDP productions as I guess the meddlers there. Mark Damon. Uh, not Matt Damon. He still does stuff, apparently, because Hurricane Heist is another uh, MDP film. Although I think now he goes under Media 8, like, for whatever reason. Oh, that's, yeah, like A24. What, what's Clooney's group? I don't know, but this guy could... Isn't it like a something 8? I don't know. I, this guy could Phase change eight. his name 90 times if he keeps making shit like that in this. Yeah. yeah Doesn't matter, every I guess time. he's getting money. <laughs> whatever. Right. But maybe Suey Hark, uh, who was known at the time for being a very oppressive producer, uh, John Woo, yeah. after making A Better Tomorrow, and it worked out great for both of them, was like, I'll never fucking work for that guy again. Okay, you got any stories? What do you mean oppressive? Like, he is a good director, so if he just shows up at your movie and starts directing it for you, and you're like, I don't want you to do that, stop. Ah, stop it. So he's stop meddling with my picture. He's not actually like... Making you do his dishes or something. No, he's like a that. yeah, he's just a he meddles with your production. So I mean, he might have learned something, and then maybe the uh, filmworks doesn't do that anymore after this Van Dam business. And uh, but then it was him and his wife that started it. So they haven't done a the studio hasn't done a film since 2017. But he has, and the, his wife got divorced. He and his wife got divorced in 2014. So maybe. The whole thing's, they're calling the whole thing off because he's done three or four movies outside of his own fucking studio. They look good. Okay. I yeah. mean, yeah. there's 
some he's a he's good. His movies were fun. This was fun, okay. even if it was a piece of shit that didn't make any sense. It's a good time. Okay, all right. We'll also ask that at the end. Um, Schneider obviously still a hot mess. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. Uh, I, I so I'm thinking about Rob Schneider, right? And his whole thing, and I and, and Jackie, I know, blah blah blah, political. Uh, but his whole thing is that like he is a, I, th- I think he's a MAGA because. He is very anti-cancel culture. And then the left's trying to cancel everybody in Hollywood that has different views. But I honestly think that he doesn't actually believe a goddamn thing of MAGA. He just doesn't like cancel culture because he was canceled because he stinks. I like In his own words, he became a Republican not because he wanted to be. He was a lifelong Democrat. He just thought that the, the Democratic Party of the... State of California is such a fucked up mess, he can't deal with it anymore. Yeah, but he bitches about not getting jobs, that he's getting canceled all the time. But, but really, did you watch this one, Rob? Because you're good awful. You are good awful. Oh, he was fine. Wait, I mean, like, you look, no, he was terrible. No, you just don't like Rob Schneider. Him. That's the thing. I don't like Rob Schneider. But I also know that his shtick is basically Richard Dreyfus's shtick. And Richard Dreyfus is really good at being Richard Dreyfus. Rob Schneider's terrible at being Richard Dreyfus. Richard Dreyfus was really good at being Dick Cheney, too. <laughs> he was great. I fucking thought he was fabulous, Dick Cheney. That was Christian Bale. No, in W. Richard Dreyfus. Oh, right, right, right. Is, it is fucking convincing. Yeah. Like yeah. he had he had the hair standing up on the back of my neck. Rob Schneider would not Dreyfus be able to play Dick Cheney. No, no, that's what I mean. Um, I think he's just not a good actor. I think that you want too much from him because I feel like this is yeah. one of his better performances in a not. In, not in oh, 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 Deuce Bigelow, ma- male gigolo, which I didn't really like. Wow, I didn't like wow. that one. I, I, what's, Jack, what's wrong Jackie, with what he's doing, Jackie? Cut to you. Where are you out on Rob Schneider? I don't know. I mean, I don't like the guy anyway. I never yeah. thought he was funny. But I mean, out of all the shit that I've seen him in, I think this was probably his best performance. I mean, Judge Dredd? <laughs> he wasn't in Judge Dredd, was yes, he? he? Yes, was. he was. Oh my god! Okay, uh, the Schneider or the Sandler movies, the Grown Ups. He was fun in Grown Ups, right? I didn't watch those. Yeah, he okay. was. I All think right. Grown Ups is probably his best performance. This is not far behind, but I just think that Rob Schneider is annoying, and I've always thought that. So, I mean, this is week two of me bashing on whoever's in this movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Demo Man. He's good in. He's better in Demo Man than he is in this. He doesn't have a big role in Demo Man, though. He nails all eight of his lines that he has to. He make. does. He does. Yes. Yeah, I mean, I wasn't really planning on talking about Rob Schneider this much. That's why my only note on him is Rob Schneider, still a hot mess. Yep. Okay. All right. I already said that Michael Wong, even though he's from Troy, New York, he went, he's, most of his career is in Hong Kong. Um, 50 plus. Uh, Leela Roshan, I believe her name is. Okay. Which one's she? The other CIA lady. She's the lady okay. that's in the movie, the not G- the, the vice president of pants. The vice president of pants, CIA, the okay, CIA right. vice president of pants. Okay, right. so she's, she's the action one, not the one that gets hit in the head with the can of soup. <laughs> <laughs> Who is like a notable uh, Hong Kong actress that they only hit with soup. She, she might have ended up on the cutting room 20, floor, yeah. too. I don't know. Right. I imagine that's one of the scenes that gets cut down is him fighting her a lot. 
Mm-hmm. There was a lot of women getting punched in the face in this movie, and I think that bit, certain, yep. certain producers didn't like that. They didn't read the mm. script, I guess. <laughs> uh, she was in, apparently, and this is fake news, it's not accurate. It was accurate that Jean-Claude Van Damme was an extra in 1984's Break-In. Okay. She was apparently an extra in that as well. I did not find her officially, but the IMDb trivia said that that movie, then them being extras, was their their first roles, and that is entirely false because Van Damme was in two movies before that. But yeah, he was in Breakin' as an extra man watching dancers on the first dance. That's big. He's like, I can do the splits. Yeah, Look at my butt. He, pro- I mean, you know, Shabadoo, though. That guy can. Yeah. Shabadoo's hard to argue with. Yeah. Different level he, of dancing there. He did. Doesn't uh, need to get his ass out. Although, um, Van Damme did do ballet. Right. And he says that if you want the most difficult workout ever, do ballet. Yeah, I imagine. It I imagine. doesn't seem plus, easy. Plus, you got to, you know, really stuff a lot of socks into your into the front of your pants that's just extra weight you know gotta have that big bulge otherwise you're not an official ballet artist. it's not that they have a huge sack or balls it's just that's how many hernias <laughs> they've had and it's just extra hernia you have like a hernia a golf a softball size hernia sack by your testicles or your testicles is, turn into a golf disgusting. ball size hernia sack <laughs> ew Nothing Jackie's to be proud of. Jackie's not even going to pick that one up. <laughs> I mean, she, we were talking about crotches here. You'd think she'd have something to say about <laughs> medical condition bulge. No, I just think it's a cup. Just in case one of the ladies was mad and went tweedle tweedle with her feet and kicked him twice in the balls real quick. Je- you remember that uh, scene in Top Secret, Jackie, where the, the ballet dancers are using the, every, the other male ballet dancers' bulges to prance across? That's what it's for. It's, for, it's actually a dancing enhancer yeah oh okay leads to more scenery to twinkle off of raise the erection sweat erection stairs <laughs> it's a they call it the tinkle twinkle huh it's a pro term <laughs> i'll see myself <laughs> uh apparently you know van damme he's probably not Oh, yeah, she's married to Antoine Fuqua, if anybody cared. Oh, okay. I do care. That's Um, interesting. So Van Damme's calmed down. He's less of an asshole. During this movie, he got arrested for for public indecency or indecency in Hong Kong. Got jailed for For, shaking, being naked in the wrong place. Oh. It was funny because... in The the trivia on IMDb is is not good for this one. Um it said, spoiler alert, he was arrested for public indecency. So whoever did that was like, because you, it's a spoiler because his butt's going to get out. But his butt isn't out in this movie. Not fully. No. No, he's in underwear. So yeah, he was just being Van Damme. Maybe it's the 20 minutes. Maybe there's a butt scene in that. Well, they, he did it in the street. And that's not well, okie dokie to do. Who, who gets arrested for that? The guy with the butt or the guy making his butt out? Mm. Who is the greater fool? Uh, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But either way, he has calmed down. He seems like he's concentrating more on trying to get his kids' careers going. Like, he's 
producing a movie with it. Both of his kids are in. I don't know if you're currently familiar with the Chris, the oldest, or I think he's the oldest goes by Van Varenberg, which is their actual mm-hmm. last name where his daughter was going by Bianca Bree for a while, but now she's Bianca Bridget Van Dam because it's not mm. going well enough for her that she's going to just slap the Van Dam on the back of it and hope that that, you know, works like an engine there. She's Which BBVD is odd because she is a level of hot that makes it unfair for hot ladies. So I'm like, why isn't this person in movies? She's like doing backflips and she's prettier than everybody. Okay, this makes sense. Mm-hmm. She seems to be very athletic as well. Maybe she uh, she has a very poor work ethic. I don't know. She's they're both like their dad and they're just like coked out, pissing in the street. <laughs> they're in too good of shape to be him. How he yeah. did it, I'm still not sure. It's the superhumanness of him. Cocaine him in those Coors Light commercials. Yeah. Chop a mountain into an ice sculpture. Well, like, you know, if Michael Irvin taught us anything, it's that you can get all fucked up on cocaine and still go to the gym. True, true. Yep. Uh, leading me to Paul Servino, who just died this year. True. In yeah. uh, July. And right after he found out about the Weinstein business, mm-hmm. he said, it's a good thing that that Weinstein's already arrested. Otherwise, I would fucking kill him. He did say that. And I believe him. I do as well. I believe because the didn't his other daughter, the one that's not an actress, Amanda, her boyfriend went psychotic on her <laughs> in a hotel room. And he's like, he was a he was a deputy sheriff. In, okay. in Pennsylvania, I think. So he just showed up. He beat the actual police there with a gun because he was mm-hmm. he did a deputy or whatever and talked him down and fixed it before the actual authorities could show up. But then they did get there and arrested him. So, like, that's evidence that he's he means business. He does um, mean business. Which is too bad. That would have been nice. <laughs> I would have been, little, that would have been a good read on the on the can. Hollywood vengeance. Paul yeah. Sorvino <laughs> rains down terror on Harvey Weinstein with a 38 special. Reloads it, unloads it again in Harvey Weinstein. Yep. Shot him 12 mm. times. Gun only held six. How Had to reload. <laughs> Did uh was Mira part of the Weinstein shenanigans? Uh Mira claims that did you notice that her and it's, it's lines up like she all mm-hmm. of a sudden wasn't in shit for a long time. She all of a sudden wasn't in shit. She wouldn't fuck him. Right. That's what and I thought. And then uh, I believe that Peter Jackson said that she and uh, Ashley Judd were barred from being in the Lord of the Rings movies. And he didn't know why. Huh. That's. Unf- well, I guess I don't know if it's unfortunate or not, because those would be two pretty big names that would be in that franchise that's not really known for its big names. Well, I don't know that he even wanted him. It was just that Wang yeah. was like, they're not allowed to be in this movie. And he's like, OK, OK, Mary Servino, Yeah, because she's, you know, able to chameleon into about anything. Ashley Judd, I'm not really sure where you'd stick her in this. I'm guessing Arwen and uh, the other one, uh, the Ro- Rohan lady. What's her name? Arugula. Aowen? Anyone? Aowen, yeah, yeah, yeah. Aowen? She no, that was she would have never worked there. She's too old. Who? Mira Sorvino? The one who kills the uh Lich King? Yeah. Yeah, no, Aowen. they're too old for that. I mean, what's okay. her face is old now, but she's like ten years younger than them. Okay. All right. 
Whoever whoever she is, she's great. They nailed that cast. Yeah, it's a great movie. (laughs) It kind of worked out. Worked out good. (laughs) Hobbit 3, not so much. (laughs) Hobbit, The Trials of Bilbo Baggins. Not a good movie. Uh, If you were curious, Paul Sorvino is also a best-selling author, Mm -hmm. a painter who has Mm -hmm. paintings on display. He sculpted in bronze. Okay. Uh, cast made of sculptures, then casted them, and they've got sculptures on display in Pennsylvania. They were all of thirty-eight specials. No, so I think it was weird, a ma- it was they were actually um, characters. They were uh, one of them was a famous poet, and like he just okay. he was really good. What didn't he do? Apparently, in his own words, he was actually not a gangster. Everybody throughout his life was like, "So you're a gangster, right?" And he's like, "No, I'm a fucking painter, a sculptor, an actor, a producer, a singer, a dancer." I'm about everything. I work on my own cars, but you know what? I'm not a gangster. It's the one thing I'm not. <laughs> never had the opportunity. Yep. Could have done it. Qualified. Never, never, never. Just that seems up. too lazy. Too lazy for him. Yeah. All this yeah. other stuff yeah. is like a lot of hard learning and things like that. Mm-hmm. Being a gangster is just sitting around eating, counting money, slapping guys <laughs> in the heads for not picking up all the money. It's lazy. <laughs> Racist? I didn't. Did any gangsters of any skin color? That's what they do. They sit around and count money and slap heads of guys who didn't. You you said eating. Do you think the Jewish mob eats? I've a seen lot? the Russian mob that eats. The Jewish mob's got the marble rye. They're always eating. They dress like <laughs> slobs. Slap hey, each other in the head. They leave money behind and they're stealing money. Okay. It's lazy. I guess. I guess mob mafia. All of them eating a ton of food transcends cultures and races. As long as you're in the mafia, screwing around, not getting all the monies. That's the whole thing. <laughs> right across the board. Doesn't matter where they're from. Okay. All right. That all you got? That's all I got. Okay, Jackie. We're gonna go to you for costume talk. How are the costumes? <laughs> There were costumes in this movie. Right. No, I mean, just, it seemed a lot kidding. of like rip away clothing. Yeah, uh, right. that's that's as much as I could say. The most dramatic thing was when the pants ripped from top from crotch to all the way out. You know, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh, the rest of it, mostly everybody was dressed in black. So, I mean, if they didn't have different hair colors and uh, haircuts, you wouldn't know who was who. Mm-hmm. Uh, they did give the girl a white undershirt, which made sure that you knew that she was a girl by showing the boobs. Sure. Um, yeah, the, the ladies both had white and the men all dressed in black. Okay. All that's, right. that's the costume talk this week, okay. gentlemen, ladies and gentlemen. Van uh, Dan does not get his butt out as part of his costume, which was disappointing. He got hit is, with a uh, snake or something, but that was it. His butt still was center framed three times that I can think of. He didn't so. do the splits either. Still out there. Uh, Jackie, I'm going to go back to you. Uh, have you? You're probably the only person here that would give a crap about the name of a brand that uh, you would put on your body. Um, I buy my clothes at Walmart or Target. Don't really give a crap. You um, don't even buy your clothes. You can't clothes. buy your clothes at Target. If you, you're true. not a teenager. You, you'd, you'd go into Target and you were like me. you'd be like me when I went in. I'm like, I, I can't be a 5XL. Target yeah, does not right. have fucking clothes for you. Okay. Clothes for so, teenagers. You know the names of designers and brands. Uh, mm-hmm. Have you ever had a bad experience with a, a purchase that was not quite authentic? Oh, like something I bought down in Mexico? Sure. 
that's like the Louis Vuitton bag that I bought down in Mexico that you knew was fake, but you know, cause it was only 10 bucks, but, uh, the zipper broke on it. My first, I, I used it three times and the third time I used it, I was on a trip and the zipper broke. So then I had to go buy a real suitcase and not the $10 special from Mexico. Mm, okay. What did it have tiny bombs that were made of Greek fire in it by chance? No, but customs did pull me over with that bag every time. Or the oh, airport to, security. The, to do what? Bomb dogs wanted to, or the drug dogs wanted to smell it every single time they went through my the, bag. The purse was the culprit? <laughs> you weren't like getting profile, or you were getting profile, but your theory is it was solely because of the purse? Yeah, because I I never had a problem with uh, airport security before until I used this bag. And then every time I used the bag, the drug dogs would go crazy. Huh. Maybe the bag then, was made of drugs, but it was a gangster situation. So there was a mix up. Some heads got slapped. They ate some things, but then nobody ever went out and got the bags that were made of drugs back. And they got sold on the street for $10 when they're worth millions. Yeah. yeah. Do you still and have now, that? <laughs> no. Now it's, now it's some old lady's got it. And she's like, this is my fake Louis Vuitton bag. There, or she figured it out and she smoked it and got stoned. <laughs> and realized it was super concentrated and OD'd on smoking enough heroin to kill an elephant. Yeah. But man, she she was happy when she went. <laughs> I don't know. Uma Thurman looks like she's in quite a bit of pain when she ODs on the H. So. Also, whenever, like, that's the only time I've ever seen anybody OD on H in a film. I don't think anybody really ODs in. No, there is an OD in train spotting, isn't there? Yeah, and in uh, Breaking Bad. Yeah, but that's a puke. She chokes on her tongue. She chokes on her vomit. So she doesn't necessarily OD. She spews, but it's in her mouth and she's too unconscious to be able to puke it out. Remember? He kills her. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I wonder Otherwise, if that counts for an OD though, like, or like accidental the death. Yeah, OD. if you if you uh, com website, if you choke to death on your own puke, you have overed your dosage. Yeah, yeah, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. What if it's on weed, and you just have a stomach ache? No, you don't. It's I can't imagine how bad ODing on weed would be. <laughs> No, it's, you don't actually OD. You smoke a bunch of weed, but then you've got a tummy ache because you had too much Taco Bell from the munchies and you puke. But you're also really into this movie that you're watching. And so you can't adjust your position. And so you just kind of forget that you can't breathe because you're too stoned. Yeah. And then you die. I would think that you just because you can't physically smoke enough to overdose because your body stops smoking mm -hmm. it. Right. Right. I think you could probably eat way too much. But the, what is that amount? And like. I've heard horror stories of people uh, that said I accidentally ate 100 milligrams and I was like, what happened? And it's like, I couldn't move for three hours. <laughs> I was just paralyzed in fear of a wall for three hours. <laughs> couldn't do anything. Okay. All right. Sounds lame. It can happen. You can puke. Yeah. All right. Let's get into this. Uh, so here we start out with my favorite uh, filming of all time. Underwater action sequences. I love them. They're always so exciting. Well, and the fact that it opens up. Go ahead, Sam. <laughs> That's the Thanks music from me up here. Thunderball, I think. Yeah, it's yeah. good. It's so, so exciting musically, and there's just guys swimming. And that's what okay, these Sam, guys back are doing. Back me up while I open this up here. Ready? And then, Sam, music. Thank you. We open in the middle of the water 
the murky water. And then, oh my God, is that a doll head? Look at the eye, the agony. Yeah. And then divers. Yeah, these divers, they find a crate of knockoffs. That's why we found the crate of knockoffs. And they're like, let's get it. And it's in the ocean someplace, in the harbor. It's not actually even in the deep ocean. And, like, cops are on the way. And they're like, uh, secure the package. And then one guy manages to, like, fail completely in securing the package and interprets secure the package as open the front of the crate and does, oh, no, damn it, all the dolls are loose. And it's just filled with dolls that float up into the harbor. Yeah, I don't know what happened with this, where he's like, okay, did you get it hooked up to the winch? Yep. Okay. Mm-hmm. Then I opened Check. it up. Why would you do that? <laughs> Why would you do that? And he gets slapped in the back of the head. Nobody mm-hmm. puts the dolls back in the thing. They just go eat something. Right. Yeah. And then, like, half of them take off, and uh, uh, half of them aren't even involved like it's this is all so vague as to what's going on it's really hard to track uh (laughs) some guy in a car named the tickler turns a dial and the dolls explode in greek fire what's the green stuff from the game of thrones what do they call that in game of thrones dragon fire dragon fire dragon fire yeah yeah yeah. Yeah, but I thought Greek fire was supposed to be green as well. No, Greek or maybe fire, just green is fire made of pitch, and they can't figure out how to do it still. But what happens yeah, is if you dump water on it, it makes mm-hmm. it worse. It just it right. just runs the fire everywhere. Water won't put it out. It'll just make it liquid fire. What That's what it was, is they just launched bacon at them. Just, you know, bacon. Here's some bacon, and everybody's eating it. And then they lit a match and started a grease fire, and they're like, put me out, put me out. This so much delicious. bacon on grease on my face. Mm-hmm. I was yeah. laying then, in the bacon. Oh, we'll put some water on you. Greek fire. I, I cracked the code. I should be an archaeologist. In fact, I'm going to get a fedora and a whip right now. See you later. Podcast yeah, out. Because that's what archaeologists do. Have adventures. <laughs> Work for oil companies and have to give the bad news that you can't dig for oil because there's like history right here. <laughs> Fucking nutsacks. <laughs> Grinding the wheels of industry to a halt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> fucking archaeologists. Fucking archaeologists. <laughs> their good looks and their uh, old dads who hate Nazis. Um, okay, so the cops chase this getaway boat of several of the divers. Not the tickler. The tickler just drives away. We never even see him for the rest of the goddamn movie. That's uh, not true. Okay. He's the he coughing the- man. Yeah, he's the coffee guy. The glasses. He's the glasses guy who pulls his glasses off and he try and oh, they turn into the little tickler? That's the yeah, tickler. Yeah, the little knives. Oh my god, the tickler sucks. We'll get to we'll let's circle back to the tickler here when when he becomes and involved again. When he's fighting, he does like tickle fingers too. Oh god damn it. All right. So, we got this one Hong Kong cop, the man from Hong Kong, and he's chasing down this boat and they like wreck him and he crashes. And it, but he dives out first, and then their boat crashes. They're like, "Shit, this boat's all fucked up. Yeah. You can't turn or stop it." He has a classic moment, of, or this is a classic case of shooting instead of driving. Uh huh. And yeah, yeah. but he jumps out, and he's mostly okay. Whereas they just all stop driving and run into some rocks, and one of them falls out and dies. 
One of them just kind of bails. He actually looks like he's the only one that would be okay because the boat turns over pretty good. But he seemed like he dive, dove in the water beforehand. But anyways, the Hong Kong guy comes up. I don't know what happened to the other boat guys. Uh, and he turns over the body and there's a grenade under it. Yeah. And then the grenade. Jackie, you had you set this up better when we were watching this. Yeah. So I'll explain the grenade. What happens here? <laughs> they roll the body over. Mm-hmm. It has a pin arm. The pin arm is a knockoff, so it springs too much okay. and throws right. itself into the harbor to blow up, therefore causing more damage. More damage to what? Rocks? To rocks and coral reefs, yes. <laughs> Suck it, tuna. <laughs> See, I think what happens is because they call him Sergey. Okay. Like, say if Sergey's okay. Mm-hmm. And they're like, he doesn't seem okay, so he gives him a grenade and turns him over on there turns him into a trap but then sergey wakes up mm-hmm. and he's like oh i can't get up because there's a grenade there and then this cop shows up and he's like yeah and he pokes him with a stick and he turns over and he's like all right sergey the bug is up or the jig is up and sergey goes i'm not sergey i'm Ser grenade a oh my god yes that's what happened i give you an eight on the stupid pun ometer uh somehow the grenade flies out from Sergey and ends up in the water, though, even though the cop doesn't touch it and Sergey's dead, it just grows legs and is like, I'm out of here. Uh, that's my problem with the whole sequence. It's very vague. Uh, but the cop is blown to safety. Yay. Um, cut to Hong Kong in the year 1997. Uh, as you historians well know, that this is the year that uh, the British rule ended and reverted back to the Chinese. Boo! In Hong Kong. Uh, I bet you those Hong Kong people wish it was 1997. Actually, they wish it was like ni- 1997 right now. Cause that boo. they could be independent. I don't know. I read something. They could be independent. They, yeah. uh, social unrest is like really low there. So whatever. What the fuck? You that's the second time you I said know, that. I know, but every time I, I read it, I'm like this Chinese article says yeah. everybody loves it here. Yeah, yeah. Oh, the Chinese article. Oh well, how else do you track it? You can't go there and get real information. <laughs> you have to trust on, them. <laughs> you read it on hubreiput.com. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Okay, maybe I was racist, but uh, yeah, t- dude, come on. The Chinese say, oh, everybody loves it. Dude, they're, they're on there being like, we Chinese rule. <laughs> We're not protesting in the streets. We're celebrating. Yep. We're not burning the city down. We're having bonfires to make marshmallows. Yeah, that's that's what's going on there. Giving some socialism to those windows. <laughs> Open them up. Okay, so cut to Rob Schneider. Uh, he's a fashion designer, is what we're told at the beginning of this movie. He's working with models. We're not really sure what his job is. He's just like, get out there and shake that skinny ass, bitch. I don't Act like you haven't eaten in a week. Yeah. And you're chasing a hot dog. That's how he should have finished it. Ooh. <clears throat> they're like guys, they're just like. I don't even know what they what their titles would be. They just like get jeans and sell them to somebody yeah, else. They're just middlemen. Yeah. Okay. All right. They're manufacturers. Why is, why is he at the fashion show? He's not a manufacturer because no. they're selling somebody else's product. The he ha, Rob Schneider has a gaggle of uh, models, jean models, because he wants a gaggle of jean models. They've got too much money. Yeah. They're screwing yeah. everybody. Yeah. Everybody's getting screwed, and he's like. Van Damme's like, I want James Bond's car. And he's like, cool, go get it. And Rob Schneider's like, I want a bunch of babes. And he's like, go ahead, make them wear the jeans. They'll think they have jobs here. <laughs> Are we going to pay him? Uh, no. 
no. That depends. I'm going to ask my friend Harvey on, on how I want to deal how yeah. I want to deal with that. Yuck. Okay. Uh, so yeah, he's pals with JCVD. Uh, Rob Schneider's character's name is Tommy, and uh, JCVD's character's name is Ray. Uh, he's driving around in a Z3, and he goes to this warehouse, and he's looking through boxes, and being a, oh, I'm the guy. Hey. Oh, hey, you. You're over there. Hey, it's good to see you. Yo, there you are. Where am I at? You're there. Uh, being friendly guy everybody likes him he opens up this box of dolls and it's our dolls and he's like uh? and uh why are why are you opening up other people's stuff anyway skinny the big guy who is part of the mafia he's the knockoff guy he's the knockoff guy but what's the mafia in hong kong it wouldn't be the triads would it probably because it's under british rule you think that that would be not a thing they're still ethnically Han. You have to remember that. Okay. Right. So, so I think it's the triads. We're in sneaking Hong Kong. around. Yeah. All right. All right. Uh, so he's working. He's 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 a mafioso, and uh, he slaps the slaps JCVD and says, "Don't you look at those, Ray? Uh, I would kill you right now if I didn't have a bet on you in the race." Oh, question mark? I haven't seen this since it came out, so I was like, race race are they gonna like do it brought me to a happy place because what if race? you recall many years ago Drag roman street? and i were gonna try to do that promotion of <laughs> middle-aged men foot racing in back alleys and there's gonna be side bets mm -hmm, mm -hmm. and it didn't we you know nobody actually wanted to race each other they no, just wanted to drink and bet on the racing but we couldn't ever yeah, find anybody for the races yeah it's, it's too much uh yeah so uh, the, he goes and meets up with, uh, Tommy and Tommy gives him some fake Pumas, P-U-M-M-A's. And, uh, JCVD already knew about these poo, pum, pumas, pum, pumas. Anybody got a pronunciation on two M's and Puma? Pumas. Pum, pumas. Uh, he knows that they're knockoffs, right? Because they say puma. Mm-hmm. We already also seen one of the Sui Hark because this happened in uh, when we did Double Team, the other movie that he directed for Van Damme. That we've already mm -hmm. had like a POV shot of an inanimate object and just like five strange shots of objects. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like object, like hi. <laughs> yeah, like when we cut away from Slim, and he's uh -huh. like whoa, 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 like Jabba the Hut, and then the <laughs> fish comes that looks like Jabba the Hut. Yeah, the, right. The grouper. Bill. <laughs> Filmmaking. <laughs> it's a metaphor, Jackie. He does. Look at that transition. POV shots of the... They foreshadow things, like the knives thing. Uh -huh. Like, why am I looking at this knife? Yeah. Oh, I guess he's going to throw them. But yeah. it's weird. I like it, but it's weird. Okay. Well, get set for the race. It's rickshaw racing. I don't think this is a thing. Uh, if it was, would you like it? To see legitimate businessmen, or legitimate, if you know what I mean, mm -hmm. business mm -hmm. guys right, run right, down right. the street with one of their associates in a rickshaw, uh -huh. yeah, I would pay to see Michael Kors <laughs> or uh, Paul Mitchell run down the street with somebody in a rickshaw behind him. It's okay. been proven by the copiers at the football game so many years ago. If it doesn't really matter what who's racing or what's racing. If it turns, if it's a race, it, you're gonna like it. People like it. Because okay. people liked the copiers racing on the TV, on the big screen at the football games. And it was like, 
They're cheering nation, for fucking copiers. This is stupid. I think that's very regional that you're talking about. I know, again. but I'm just. I the point remains the same that people will cheer for animated copiers as long as they're in a race. <laughs> it's a fucking animated copy machine. You're cheering What's it going to be? The orange one? The blue one? Oh my god, let's bet. And then they bet on it. People were betting on the copy machine race. It's blue! Lost all my beer money on the white copier. I Man, I swore it was going to be white. What's your measure of judgment on who you take? Well... Uh, <laughs> I don't know. They're copiers. <laughs> okay, so mayhem ensues in this rickshaw contest. It is not just a, a it's not a drag race. It's loosey-goosey, uh, no rules, no holds barred, knock your opponent off the, it's the, it's the downhill skateboarding race at the end of the, Skate Town USA, or the one we just did with uh, with Thanos in it. Thrashing. What was that movie called? Thrashing, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, you can knock your opponent out of the race, like like Ben-Hur style. Yeah. It's it's like a gladiator's. It's ancient mm-hmm. Rome with rickshaws. <laughs> guys eating, slapping heads for people that forgot to get the money. All the money. Uh, yeah, and this is the best part of this race is when Van Damme takes a shortcut through a, a market in an alley, and then Rob Snyder's got an eel or a snake or something that he's whipping him with to make him go faster. He didn't just have he stole an eel and th- whips his butt with a live animal. <laughs> yeah, it's like an eel wow. or a snake or something, and he's like, "Come on, go, go!" and he's hitting him with it. That's that's too far, man. <laughs> The dirty, dirty things that play take place in Hong Kong, Justin. That should be a secret episode on Stinker hey, Madness. Hey, those fish market guys, they're operating on slim margins. They don't have just eels to hand out to any no. old athlete that comes by, or even not the athlete, the guy sitting in a damn chair, and then using an animal to smack a man's ass, and then three, smacking a man's ass. He's smacking it like he wants to chew on it. He's making faces yeah. at it. And he's like, <laughs> yeah, he wants to motorboat those butt cheeks. Okay. Uh, well, problem. The pumas have blown out. We get very detailed early CGI video of the pumas blowing out in slow motion. Like, like, uh, Bolts are shearing off of it. The rivets are coming out. The Titanic is going down. Puma. Yeah, it was it was very <laughs> dramatic, and I was really worried that you know he was going to trip, and maybe twist an ankle mm-hmm, due to mm-hmm. poor poor <laughs> shoes. And uh, you know, I was really disappointed when they just fell off. Yeah, it's just barefoot now. Like it was great too because you had shots from inside the shoe, like exactly mm-hmm. what was failing. <laughs> okay, so also his brother that is very poorly established that they're even related is cheating. He's in this race. They pull a switcheroo because they got a little person in the back of Eddie's car 
rickshaw, whatever you want to call it. And they switch him with another dude that looks like Eddie and a child in the back. So they're going to like get in a car, drive farther up the race, then get another rickshaw that looks like the rickshaw that they just got out of. Get into that and I'm, be like, hey, bud, you're. <laughs> I have no idea how this switcheroo is going to work out positively. Mm-hmm. Uh, because they'd have to put, put themselves in a van in the back and then mm-hmm. get out at the finish line. Do the other guys just fuck off at that point? Yeah, like, they just drive right into the harbor themselves. Like, Whoa. you're setting up a situation where you're actually going to crash into your own decoys. <laughs> Yeah, no, but fortunately, we never get to find out. Actually, not fortunately, because now I want to know. Uh, because this other van pulls up and nabs the phony Eddie, and just, the guy's like, wait a minute, that's not Eddie. So what? Says the Shoot guy him. holding the gun and shoots him in the face. So what? What do you mean, so what? We're here to kill Eddie. That's not Eddie. And then they well, go back to their boss who's eating. And they're like, uh-huh. did you kill Eddie? And no, but we killed a different guy. So what? Why yeah, would you do that? Like Are you, you going to kill Eddie? No, so what? Well, gentlemen, it's a little bit like when you go through the drive-thru and you realize that they've given you the wrong food, but you're still willing to eat it. Right. It looks enough like him that I'm willing mm-hmm. to eat it and then try to pass <laughs> it off as I got what I wanted. Or this is the guy at Sam's Italian dinner where they're all like eating and slapping each other in the head. With the Russian- he looked close enough. I think the Russians are drinking vodka, maybe not eating. They're, they're, they've got their own flavor of it. But he's like, did you shoot Eddie? I shot a guy that looked a lot like Eddie. Yeah, yep. that's good enough, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it's uh, you order spicy chicken and you get a plain chicken and you look at it and say, so what? And you eat it. I'm with Jackie. Uh, these guys are we know how they operate now because of all the food intake. So he's killed. Uh, Ray sees this shakedown and is like they've got my brother but he's like they're my business partner i don't know it's not it's so weird so he jumps onto the van he latches on uh with the rickshaw in tow which then causes the van to skid out and crash into a candy store yes okay i think it's just a supermarket or a little street corner store or something because there's soup cans there because the lady will get hit with soup later Right. Oh, that's true. It's not just candy. Uh, and the lady cop is there like immediately. Where she, she was shopping from? there. She was shot. Like, so it's just incredible coincidence. Yes. Yeah. Okay. All right. <laughs> I came here for soup. <laughs> well, <laughs> you're going to get some. Yeah, because they show a close up of her face as she's running towards the back of the store trying to avoid being knocked over. Okay. Crushed right. by a moving vehicle. Shooting Knocked ensues. off, if you will. Yeah, right. Lots of bodies. <laughs> uh, one guy gets away, and then Rob Schneider, he pokes his, he runs in, and he thinks that the lady cop is also a criminal, so he throws the soup at her, cocks her in the head, fractures her skull open, clearly causes a concussion, but I think a little bit of brains probably came out, too, because, you know, those soup cans are hard. <laughs> I don't think you can take a soup can to the head. You, I don't know. Again, we're talking about Rob Schneider's arm here. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Looks like he wings it pretty good. Skulls are pretty hard. Yeah, I, I don't want to get hit. I'm in the not head gonna with no, like, you're I'm going. That's I'm not bad. You got you're on getting that CRT. 
Best case scenario, if the corner, the slide, it, it, it doesn't just like hit you perfectly with the side, which mm-hmm. is your best case scenario. If one of the edges hits you, you're, there's bone chipping involved. Yeah, that's what I mean. Your your brain, your skull. You've got a concussion. Be damaged. Yeah, you're gonna end up with the CRT and uh, CVT, JCVD. What's that called? CTE. Yeah, there's too many acronyms now. There's it, it, that's my problem with America these days. Too many acronyms, and I get confused. Gotta <laughs> gotta cancel acronyms. <laughs> Say the whole thing. Take the extra thirty seconds. But then to, nobody gets to be WWF now. Yeah, it's the World Wrestling Federation, Sam. It was the World Wildlife Foundation, but they changed it to like WWOF or something. Yeah, yeah. And that judge, you know what that judge should have done? To decide this dispute, Vince McMahon needs to wrestle a panda bear. The winner gets the rights to WWF. I'm taking the panda. I'm taking the panda. They're really bad at surviving, but it's Vince McMahon. All right, so they get hauled in and interrogated by the British military. Yeah, the British military, general of Britain. uh, He's there. (laughs) He kind of seemed like he was trying to be the embassy at the same time because he's like, look, once we're out of here, fuck you. I don't care if they lock you up forever. Yeah, he's running Hong Kong like it's a fucking high school. Mm. <laughs> and the Hong Kong's lady's like, yeah, they're just going to bribe us and get out. Who the fuck cares? Let them go. And they, they also like behind the double mirror, they have technology that's like analyzing their breathing patterns and their heartbeats like they're freaking daredevil and can tell that they're lying. That's. Mm-hmm. Doesn't really go anywhere because the only people that really get involved, oh, we'll get to that. Uh, so the co- the Hong Kong cop lady, she's like, uh, "All right, well, we're going to be watching you. You get out of here. Uh, you're free to go, but we we got our eyes on you." And as they're leaving the police station, this lady comes up and she's like. Hey, I need to talk to you. And they're like, we just got done being talked to by the cops. And she's like, I'm not a cop. I'm the vice president of sales for V6 jeans. And I was confused because when she's talking, she's just a pair of white high heels. (laughs) And then they show a face and I'm like, okay, I think that the high heels go to this face. Yeah. Shoes. Because they do that to her like several times. Like, look at her fancy feet, people. Like, this is. Have you ever seen shoes or feet in, in shoes that look this nice in white shoes? Like somebody's got a white shoe fetish and they thought her feet were the cat's ass because okay. there are several shots of her feet. Or so Hark was just like, what's the weirdest thing I could put in this scene right now? Those feet. Because he does it with that... like knives and there's like a fish. There's there's just just weird shit like, ah, an animate object. I don't think that that is the weird part. I don't even pay attention to it. Why does the vice president of V6 Jeans have a desk at police headquarters? I think she just stole That's somebody's the desk. Thing. She's just sitting in, she's like, is that your desk? No. Why are you sitting in people's desks? Because I'm stopping criminals. She's like, I'm here to get these guys. I am the vice president of V6 Jeans, and Jean Claude Van Damme's like, but I'm the president? Question mark. Right? I mean, what's my job? Yeah, because I kind of thought that this was their company. Kind of made it seem like it was their company. 
so who the fuck is this? Like now it seems like they're just the manufacturer douchebags that are supposed to be overseeing manufacturing in Hong Kong. But they, they've told people that they are the designers and they've made this like full uh-huh. slice up for themselves. And they have head lice. Oh. <laughs> okay. I'm just going to throw that in there. They itch their heads okay. a lot in this movie. Okay. Mm. Right. She's like, hey, look at these jeans. And they're like, these are pretty nice jeans. Pull them, try to pull them apart. And they're like, no, we can't. We're wieners. And then she's like, okay, try these jeans. And they pull them apart immediately. And she's like, those are shitty jeans. Those are the jeans you've been selling. They're shit. They're knockoffs. And they're like, what? No way, dude. We don't sell knockoffs. Oh, yeah. Look at this. Look at this data. You've got it in your ledgers. Oh, yeah. It says right here, January 6th, sell shipment of knockoff <laughs> jeans. Huh. How did we not know that we we're... St- they're your jeans, guys. So I'll tell you exactly how they figured that this was happening. I've got a theory. Okay. As a lady, you go to the dressing room, right? Mm-hmm. And ladies are always like, I can wear the, this This is my size, but they usually should buy the size or two up from what the size they're trying on. Yep, so they go okay. in there, they squeeze their asses into these pants, mm-hmm. and then they start ripping. Yeah, they're And then out. they're like, oh, and then what you do is when you damage clothing in the dressing room, you just leave it there. And you <laughs> get the hell out, right? You don't, Oopsie, you don't tell anybody. You're just like, these <laughs> jeans ripped like in half. Literally, when I went to go button them, I had the zipper up, and then they just went pop. And so they'll just leave them in there. Okay. And then the stores are like, dude, I don't know what's happening, but all of your jeans are just splitting at the crotch. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> how this lady tracked it yeah. down. Okay. $5 million worth of phony jeans that they have sold uh, that they owe V6 jeans, I guess, or something. I don't know. I don't know what's happening here. I have no idea who she is, where, what she does with the jeans, what they do with the jeans. Mm-hmm. They just send jeans to the States and they, they sell them. Like, I don't know. I don't either. I'm so confused. Uh, so she's like, now you're going to get involved with my investigation. You're going to meet me at 630. And they're like, oh, we don't have choice. She's the vice president of jeans. She even uses the word jurisdiction. Yeah. Not in my jurisdiction. My jeans jurisdiction. You're not law enforcement. Which is global. You sell pants. <laughs> in case you were wondering. <laughs> okay, goodbye. <laughs> Later I will have a pants party. We don't we don't have to listen to you. We're not involved with you in any way, and you're not you sell pants. <laughs> no, she just buys. I don't know. She just buys pants and she's pissed off about the pants she got. <laughs> this isn't the quality that I have expected from Hong Kong. And they're like, okay, well, set your expectations back. Dial up your expectations to Hong Kong quality product expectations. Okay, let me let me get this straight. You've got a master's in a business administration and work for an international cl- company, probably Fortune 500. Uh, you, you're the vice president of pants, and you bought $5 million worth of pants, and at no point did you say, can I see your factory or see how these pants are put together? You just said, hey, there's a guy selling pants. I'll take $5 million in pants. <laughs> Send them all. Send them all. Ship them all. <coughs> I don't think you're good at jo- your job there, VP of pants. She hasn't even noticed that they're all exactly the same size yet. 
<laughs> it's only one size of pants. She's got five million of them. Fits all. Okay, meanwhile, the Russians are are killing their own guys because the one guy who survived the boat crash or the, the truck crash into the soup store, he gets back and he's like, hey, man, I don't know what happened. And they're like, oh, yeah, well, you got a drug problem. You're always screwing up on the job. So we're going to. We're going to beat you up and, and stuff. Yeah. They, well, they off. What's his face? The brother, quote unquote. That's his bodyguard that's strapped to the exercise machine. Okay. All right. But then the other guy is their own guy and they kill him too. Yeah. Vaguely. So they, then they're like, how are they involved in the pants? I don't, that's what I don't get. I don't know that they are involved. In, well, the pants, they're, they're putting the bombs in everything, even the pants. Okay. No, because she's, they're, too, like, there's something about the pants. The The skinny comes in and he's like, we got to put the pants in. There's a shot of the pants. Well, they've okay, been, so they got to him. To okay. uh, the brother, whatever his name is, in Eddie. order. Yeah, that's how they've because Eddie is mixing in the shitty pants that they're making with the real V6 jeans, which unbeknownst to Rob Schneider or uh, Tommy and Ray, they don't know that they they're actually surprised when she's like, you've been selling me the shitty pants because what is his name again? Eddie. Eddie has been taking these pants and mixing them in with what are <laughs> supposed to be all of the V6 jeans. You're saying Eddie is cutting the product? Eddie's cutting the, the pants is, with shittier pants that are actually full cutting. of bombs. <laughs> okay. Now, all right. Now I'm starting to, I'm starting to get things put together here. Uh, all right. So uh, Tommy gets nabbed in this restaurant. They're eating lunch. And you think he's getting pulled away and murdered, but instead he's pulled up on top of the roof by his pals, the CIA. He's an inside man. He's a not an inside man. He's a double agent. What do you no. mean, double agent, or just a CIA guy? He's just a C he's just a CIA guy. Okay. And they're in the Buddha. So. No, 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 no. This is up on the rooftop of the, the restaurant. Oh, yeah. Uh, so he, uh, Ray is climbing up the ladder to save him, but he hears that Tommy's a CIA guy. And uh, he's like, damn you. You lied to me after all this time. I'm going to push you off the building with a mop. And they're just about to follow his death. And then Paul Sorvino's like, I wouldn't do that if I were you. <gasps> Paul Sorvino. And then you ask this question to yourself. What did the CIA want with those pants? What's he confesses that he has been working in the pants business for four years, four long years of American taxpayer dollars going into his investigation of pants. Did what's his end game? These pants aren't real. <laughs> but the pants that Mr. they thought President? they were making were the good pants. They didn't know until recently that their good pants had been knocked off. They still Mr. don't know that whatever his name is, is the guy that's cutting the pants with the bomb pants. M Mr. Mr. President, we found, we found bad pants. That's, 
That's what our investigation into Hong Kong has yielded. We've bad pants. We found bad pants. Okay, we'll send down the vice president because she has global <laughs> pants d- jurisdiction. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Good thing we got the vi- VP of pants over there. Okay, all right. So I guess he kind of forgives him, whatever. They But they got to go to the raid at 630 because the vice president of pants in her jurisdiction is going to raid Eddie's warehouse of pants uh at 6 30 so uh, uh they go there and this van busts out the door of the warehouse and jcvd and the hollywood or hollywood hong kong cop guy dive onto this van and then there's this no, big sequence they fight don't sequence they're like okay we're gonna we're not uh, nobody knows that Rob Schneider's a CIA guy except for Van Damme right now. So they're mm-hmm, pretending mm-hmm. to be pants men. They're oh, we're just okay, pants right. men. We can't really put on a sting. <laughs> we uh, we make pants. Uh, <laughs> we're pants men. This is out of our league. <laughs> so they're like, okay, well, I'm the vice president of pants. This is right in my league. My jurisdiction is global, as noted. Um, so they're about to sting. Whatever's going on in this warehouse, but the Russians just drive a truck right out okay, of it. Okay, it's the Russians. It's not Eddie. It's okay. not Eddie. The Russians drive a truck out of it. And they're sitting on a balcony uh, having dinner, and the truck drives through the legs of the balcony, and Jean-Claude Van Damme's just, whoop, whoops, I'm not having dinner anymore. Now I'm on this van. <laughs> That's what happens there. <laughs> How do I get off this crazy thing? Now, is this the first time that we've seen the Russians? Or is this the well, second like time? Well, like a third was... time. Yeah. Okay. Other than because the beginning of the movie. And the... When I was watching this, I swear to God, I thought, okay, so now the Russians are involved at this point. Because I didn't get that those were the same other group. Like, I thought that was just a different mafia group. Set of, yeah. But not the Russians. So then when they're like, it's the Russians. And I'm like, oh, so now there's Russians, Italians. There's no Italians. There's two Italian mobsters. There's no Italians. There's no Italians. There's no okay, Italians. So- Paul Sorvino's not a, a mobster. He said so. <laughs> okay. You just, you've, if Paul Sorvino was in your living room, you would ask him if he was a gangster and be like, no, I'm everything no. but that. No, the Italian mafia was in this. Paul Sorvino was in it. I know. I well, saw he, Paul Sorvino. So he turns. There, he's double crossing. So he's basically, okay, you can have the Italian mafia. Italian, you can have, I'm giving you the so. Italian mafia. <laughs> Thank you. Okay. There's also more of the the whole warehouse explodes in the green fire. Yeah, like they blew up their own base. They well, they're well, covering they their to. tracks. Yeah, okay. I'm with Sam. They had to because if they didn't, then they would go in and they might find that these Duracell batteries that they've been sewing into things are actually bombs. Hey, we don't know that part yet. All right, so uh there's guys with guns in the back of this van they get in a big shootout uh they're like guys with sniper rifles and they're trying to shoot van damme on top of the van it looks like those are knockoff sniper rifles yeah no shit uh and they fight on top of it and then eventually van damme gets knocked off of the van yeah literally and then he Uh, pulls the detective out of the van Uh with him and it's like but I had and it them. just drives away. And he's and like, it just drives away, free and clear. No, good. You can't. I good job, right? I'm a pants man. Yeah, yeah. I got to crack this pants case. 
All right, so they find this bomb on the ground or something on the ground. I don't know what it is. This is the tracking unit. Okay. The bomb tracking device. Okay, and he uses it to find that he's got a Duracell battery in his shoe. Yes. Yes. And then they go to the secret uh, CIA lab that is inside the Big Buddha. And uh, I don't know, again, was that built? Did the CIA build the Big no, Buddha? No, they just tunneled into it like a bunch of assholes that don't have any respect for archaeology. Yeah, yeah. Nice, well, archaeology. The Big Buddha was built in the 90s, bud. I don't care. It's not. If it's they not tunneled <laughs> into it, there could have been shit down there. Could shit. History and shit. <laughs> Getting in the way of oil. God damn it. History and shit. Okay, so they they explain the movie to us, sort of, via this really cheesy computer screen graphic that some guy at the CIA was paid to make. And uh, all these little tiny bombs are going to get put in cell phones and TVs and dolls and whatever crap is shipped out of Hong Kong that can be knockoff to America to blow it up. To blow it up. And they already had the animation ready, dialed up for this, even though they just found out about it. Right. <laughs> That's what's going on. Tiny, tiny little bombs that shoot out green fire is going to explode America for profit? Profit. Mm-kay. Well, if you're the Russians, out- maybe you just eliminate your enemy. Maybe, but this is 1997. Boris Yeltsin's on pretty good terms with old Billy Clinton. Yeah. Things are going swimmingly. Uh, And it's not even the Russians. It's the Russian mafia, which, yeah, in today's Russia, that's one and the same. But in 1997's Russia, those were two separate entities. Yeah. Uh, They need money. Uh, I guess there's blackmail, which is Paul Sorvino's game at the end of the game. Oh, spoiler alert. Uh, But it seems stupid. It seems like a bad plan. It seems like a bad plan. Okay, so these these tiny bombs are controlled by remote control. You still need a detonator for them. Do you detonate? Do you have a detonator for each tiny bomb? Or do you detonate all the tiny bombs with one detonator, which would imply that every time you detonated a tiny bomb, the ones that you're manufacturing back at the pants plant are also going to blow up. Or do you just have billions of detonators with billions of guys pulling the tickler (laughs) dial i don't they say it works off radio which is really problematic because then anything could set them off like anything you've got range problems there i mean like you turn the dial in moscow it what takes eight hours for it those won't make it there ever to, it's radio it won't make it th- like this is a bad plan but then somebody hits their key fob and it blows up half of <laughs> michigan Ah, yes, but that was that was the plan, Sam. <laughs> Oops. <laughs> we knew, we blew up Serbia on the way. <laughs> Bad plan. <Yep. laughs> the guy driving it's... the tanker put on some smooth <laughs> right? jazz and blew up half the ocean. <laughs> this is a dumb idea. <laughs> okay, so they find Eddie in this arcade, and uh, they... 
say, hey, how dare you? You were putting bombs in in bad pans. And he's like, yeah, but Skinny made me do it. I didn't want to. Uh, Skinny was working for the Ruskies. And uh, it's, I'm sorry about the bad pants. The, I didn't want to blow up good pants. So I gave you bad pants that had bombs in them. I'm sorry about your business reputation for good pants. Yeah, had he not cheaped I, out on, he, had he not cheaped out on this, had he, not, had he not been a skimmer, that fucking Eddie, uh-huh. he would have been fine. Nobody would have ever found out. Right. The problem isn't the bad pants. It's that there's bombs in pants, JCVD. <laughs> yeah. Bombs. You ruined my life. You ruined my business. I had a reputation for good pants. But it's okay. You're He's taking that away from me with your blow up America scheme. Got some anti-blackmail, pro-blackmail. There's evidence in the safe that's going to be good for them, I guess. Right. So he goes over and he opens the safe. But surprise, it's been rigged with a missile. <laughs> He's the fucking rocket man. <laughs> he shoots across the street and blows up a wall. Just like and he vaporizes. Eddie's completely vaporized. The wall isn't that bad, but it's kind of fucked up. And then it looks like a, a whole gang of shirtless Asian men are attacking them to for vengeance on the wall. How do they even know that they're there? Who are these guys? I don't know, but I, the only thing they shout is he. They killed Eddie, and then there was obviously a uh, lookalike contest going on downstairs because they all have the same black pants, haircut, and no shirt. They come running up, and then there's another group of guys who look like they're from the village people hard hat section, and uh-huh, they're running uh-huh. at everybody. Those are the guys that are mad about the wall. We got to rebuild that wall. So they're Eddie's guys. I think they're Eddie's goons. If I think that's who they're Eddie's guys, they know these guys. We didn't blow them up. It was a fucking... There was a, there's a missile. It yeah. was safe. He had a missile in there. It went off. Somebody, did really, you see the guys that came in and put the missile into the safe? Those were the guys. They're like, no, those they? weren't... Those were... They were fixing the VCR. <laughs> With a missile? That's what they said. Well, uh, yeah. apparently they put a missile in the safe. <laughs> that wasn't but very they safe. Had, they had free cookies and juice. When they let them in. So that's why they knew it was okay to let mm. them in with the VCR. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Bigger problem. Uh, why a missile? You've got tiny bombs. I just really think that that's, you know, style. Like, I'm yeah, going okay. right. to shoot you with a missile because you, you're <laughs> indoors and you're like, well, the one thing that can't happen right now is that I'm going to get shot by a missile when I open up my own safe. Whoops. Guess not. <laughs> See, and if I was going to go for a signature, I'd go for, a, you know, the silver bullet movie where the kid shoots the werewolf in the eye with the firework. Mm-hmm. And then that would happen. And then it would kind of fizzle out at the end. And they'd be like, whew. And then it would blow their head off. Ah, because they would keep the firecracker lodged in their eyeball. Right. Because they'd be like, I can Close get it out one. at the doctor. And then it would yeah. blow their head off like five minutes later. That's that's the type of uh, guy... Eddie is Jackie. Yeah. I'll just leave this here. <laughs> I think that now that I've the missile in the safe, if I would have ever been an assassin, that's what I would have done mm. is choose the most improbable weapon for whatever situation to kill them with. And so that's be just your awesome. calling card. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, that damn Sam was here. Mm-hmm. He used a knife gun. Okay. 
All right, so uh, JCVD's busy uh, getting chased around and fighting Eddie's goons slash construction workers with, the, and they've got these weird long like spatula style knives that they're like ch- chopping them up with. I don't think that they survived. Like they're knives. Yeah, he seems like Rob Rob Schneider should be in pretty bad shape here. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and then he fights them with chains, and uh, meanwhile Tommy steals the security VCR. And uh, both of them get away via via karate. And a lot of people get hit in the face with jackfruit. Oh, yeah, right, right. Yeah. And, you know, you'd really think that Rob Schneider's character would be more adept to fight because he is part of the CIA. They do have to train for fighting sequences. And he's like, nope, running away. Going to grab the security camera and I'm out of here. Hey, Jack Ryan was an analyst, Sam, and he could whip a lot of ass. He was in the army first. That's what I'm saying. There's a lot of people in the CIA that are really good at keyboards. Yeah, yeah. And that's their biggest skill. The uh, two highest uh, jobs that the FBI, I know it's the FBI, but it's still, you know, a government investigation entity. Uh, The two Biggest requirements that the FBI wants you to either have is a law degree or an accountancy degree, not a black belt in karate, believe it or not. They don't want you to smoke either. No, no smoking. No smoking in the FBI. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Fuckers. That's just discrimination against smokers. And unless it's pole and you're J. Edgar Hoover. Too soon? (laughs) (laughs) Too soon, guys? Jagger, anybody, anybody mad about Jagger joke? I mean, you can't you know? not smoke in those heels. <laughs> I don't know what you're talking about. Jagger Hoover used to dress like a woman. Yeah, yeah. and uh, he was very anti-gay and anti-trans. Anti-everything. Uh, J. Edgar like Hoover locked up a lot of gay people for being gay. He locked up a lot of people for being not J. Edgar Hoover. Like, yeah, that was exactly. the most dangerous, like... Anybody who wasn't him was in danger of being arrested by him for falsely. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then mm. he would dance around in the in his office and as a pretty lady. So it was kind of like cool stuff, America. Um, anyways, yeah, enough about J. Edgar. He's was dead. he locking up Very the dead. gay men so he could have all of them for himself? Uh no, I think it was just being a giant ass homophobe. Okay. But like, then dressing the up like a lady later. Well, that's usually homophobes yeah. MO is they don't like gay people because they themselves are gay and they don't want to be. <laughs> but this way he can it's... have them all for himself too. Right? Yep. But he would never admit it. He would never admit it to himself okay. or to anybody else. He, he was going to build them a special prison. And then when somebody looked at the plants, they're like, why is there a gazebo and mm-hmm. a nice little uh, brunch area over here that catches the sun just right with these flowers and... All like, the why uni- is this prison like so nice? The uniforms are just speedos. Weird choice. Uh, it's for budget. Speedos are very inexpensive because there's very little cloth. It's it's budgetary. I'm saving the taxpayer money. It's not because I like ass. Yeah. What? Why is there a mandatory swimming time? Uh, physical health hour. Isn't that what the hour of jumping jacks is for? Uh, that's to check out their penis. I mean, for heart healthy. Ah, okay. Uh, Why is the menu so much better than at the, uh, the regular prison? I mean, these guys are getting, like, real food and, like, fresh fruits and vegetables and shit. 
and like uh, real nutrition, like healthy nutrition. I like watching them eat bananas. Oh. For their heart health. High in potassium. It's good dreams. It makes them pass. They don't mm. have nightmares when okay. it's, it's scared okay. in their sleep. Um, I'm not gay. Okay. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So Ray, uh, uh, he goes to Skinny because he he watches the VCR and uh, he beats up all his dudes and he stuffs him in a Nissan and he's like, "You're going for a ride, bud!" And they jump out the fucking window of the parking garage that Speedo or Skinny has his Speedo. Uh, Skinny has his face. So he also on the window. I don't know. Does human bowling in the car. Before they jump That's out of true. the window. That's true. He gets a yeah. strike. They All 10 pins fly. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and then he crashes it and rolls it back onto the wheels, which so it's okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, right. No, that car didn't make it out of there. He, he drove the freaking front end into a dumpster. That thing's done. It's a Datsun. It's not exactly a Mack truck. I thought this was a Mercedes yeah, that, that was driving Mercedes. in this scene. No, it was which, a Dotson. No, no it, was, it a was a Mercedes. You guys do not know shit about... Oh, yeah, which one? The one that know. you had that you wrecked on the freeway. Nope. No, it wasn't one of those. That was a Subaru. Sure was it. Um, I don't know what Mercedes model numbers there. But it's it was not a, a Mercedes. It's It wasn't. It was a four-door Dotson. Okay. Okay, well, you know what? I'm going to say... I'm going to leave it to the listeners then. I believe that in the scene where he runs through the Colonel Sanders window mm-hmm. and into the water bottles... That that was a Mercedes. Okay, well, we're going to have to take a break up here pretty soon. I might jump on the old uh, uh, I see. Oh, no, I'm pulling a Jackie. I see B- ICTMB. ICBM safe missiles. <laughs> Next time you open your safe, you're going to get going to help blow up Poland. Don't put them in your actual safe. Uh, nope, I did pull a Jackie. Internet, car, movie, database. Uh, what's this movie called? Knock Off. Uh, do-do-do-do-do-do. No, that's, uh, Internet, car, movie, database. What the hell? They might not have a listing for this movie. It may be too shitty. Because all that's coming up is the IMDb. Ah, here we go, here we go, here we go. Okay, all right, all right. You guys, uh, you guys ready for this? Sure. Okay, let's see if I can find it. Uh, that's not the right one. That's a bus. Thank you. Uh, well, I'll throw out another presidential fact while you look. Um, oh, okay. Did you know that Alexander Hamilton mm-hmm. actually uh, denounced was democracy? Not was not president. Yeah. No, never was president. presidential facts. Mm-hmm. Yes, he was never president, but he also despised democracy and set up the banking system so that only his rich banker friends could control the market. Okay, where that's what the stock market is for, too. The stock market's for aristocrats being able to control all the money. Um, Alexander Hamilton. We were both wrong. This is a Mazda Lucci, L-U-C-E. Oh. Luce? Mazda Luce? Luce. I don't, I don't. I've never even heard of one of those. It must have been a Japanese only. But yeah, that's the car. It's got Mazda written right on the front. How about that? Okay. All right. There you go. Never new new fact. Fine. Mm. I wonder if it was a Vonkel. Probably not. 
because it would have broke down. All right, so uh, Ray, C, Ray, uh, Ray takes uh, uh, Skinny to the CIA at, at the Big Buddha, and uh, while Tommy's getting sexy with the VP of jeans, she's putting her boobies in her face. I think she's trying to pull a honeypot here. It's gross. I don't like uh, the idea of ever seeing Roy Schneider get sexually aroused on screen. I'm out on that. Look, mm-mm, nope. Well, I don't think you can gloss over the fact that he's washed his back off in the shower, but then in order to stop the bleeding, he's attached maxi pads to the inside of his t-shirt. Where did he get those maxi pads? That's what I want to know. He has his own jeans team of models. They just leave boxes of maxi pads at his condo? Is that his condo or her condo? That's their office. Why is she... Why... So he just went from desk to desk and found available maxi pads and put him in his coat. Is that where he lives? I think (laughs) they live at their office office because they both have clothes there. Right? Okay. Weird. Uh, Wait, Ray sees the VP of jeans on uh, Karen on on the security tape at at Skinny's place. And he's like, oh, no, she's involved with this whole thing. She's dirty. Uh, So he goes back to the office, I guess. And as he's leaving... The entire Big Buddha explodes in green fire. So she. Okay, hold on. I'm lost now that I think about it, because if there was so much happening, I mean, the movie moves enough that you don't like think about what just happened. And it's hard because you're like, that doesn't make any sense anyway. Right. Nobody else went to Lee's office. Did she really put the missile in the. Or did just not watch enough tape before it all got blown up? She was the first person they saw on the tape, so they automatically assumed it was her. What did she even do there? That's somebody no, I recognize. Let's skinny, do it. Skinny was on the tape as well. So like, she's the like vice a president game of, of fuck, jeans. It's like a game of fucking Clue figuring out who put a missile on that goddamn... Right. They just, like, Skinny's there. Oh, well. Oh, the jeans lady who is investigating Eddie as her jurisdiction is also there, <laughs> she must have put that safe in there or that missile in the safe. I don't like, this seems stupid. Which one of them seems... was holding a missile? Yeah. Right. Because it's, it's a missile. It's very hard to conceal. <laughs> it's in my purse. I mean, it's not in my purse. Don't look at my purse. There's died a missile in there. Uh, yeah, it's stupid. And then the freaking Big Buddha explodes. And it's like the entire Big Buddha explodes. It's not just the CIA blab that like, oh, no, all those CIA guys are dead. Like 150 tourists that go up to that thing every day. 10,000 people They died. all died. They all died. This is a national tragedy for the independent state of Hong Kong. Mm, I mean, you know what I'm saying. Like, big deal. How'd they, how'd they blow that up? Also, Paul Servino was in there. He's dead. Oh, no. Uh, There's no tears for him, though. He just runs back to Tommy. Tommy's handcuffed because of the sexy time. And uh, he's like, hey, you got my pal. Let's get in a fight. So they start fighting around. And uh, she reveals that she's CIA. Oh, that's right. We we met at the crisp. Shit, man. I forgot. Karen. Karen. From Office 32 C. God damn. I'm sorry. I'm sorry we got in a fight. Uh, you, yeah, it's me, Tommy. Yeah, well, I grew my hair out. That's probably why you don't recognize me. Right, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, I also really, got a boob really job dumb. because they said that if I mm -hmm. got a boob job that I could smuggle guns better. Yeah, yeah, you're smuggling something, all right. <laughs> oh, oh, I okay. mean, uh, yeah. uh, that, that, I don't, I, don't send me to HR again, okay? I know, I know what I said at that Christmas party. Uh, it was not appropriate. Uh, I will try not to comment on your on your delicious tits ever. Oh God, yeah, but I did it again. <laughs> All right, you know, you know yeah. what? Just send me to HR. <laughs> it's cool. I mean, I took some pictures of your maxi pad shirt so that I could show them around the office. If you do harass me again, so I'm gonna let you have that one. But uh, you don't want to be known as the maxi pad king for the rest of your life. Not again, at least. You make a little throne out of boxes of maxi pads. Mm -hmm. What would the maxi pad king do? Um. I don't, <laughs> uh, I don't think that there's going to be a fun answer to this. He one. says, none shall pass. Oh, oh. Mm -hmm. just get all over the Lord of the Rings this week. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, is there a a game of flows? Okay. A game of flows? <laughs> oh, my God. It's like basketball. It's a game of runs. <laughs> That's not basketball. Basketball's not a game of runs. That's baseball. No. Basketball's a game of runs. Like, one team goes on a run, then another team goes on a run. Point runs. Oh, okay. Baseball, okay. you score runs. Okay, anyway, gotcha. doesn't right. matter. We got to move on here. Okay. There's, uh, it's gross. But the, let's move on. The, the king of maxi pads isn't good. For, okay, all right. So uh, there's a bomb in his clothes. Uh, oh, oh yeah. Wait, well, I'm skipping notes here. Al Gore's on his way to Hong Kong. Everybody, Al Gore's here. Uh, thank God. Thank God he made it. Um, so they try to get his help. They're like, shit. There's bombs in pants. Al Gore's here. Paul Servita's blown up. We got to go straight to the VP of not pants of America. See the difference, lady? She's like, oh, okay. All right. So she's not the VP of pants? She's the VP of pants, but not the VP of America. How is she onto this and why? If she's not really the VP of pants, she's in the CIA. She's like, the CIA has got me on this pants incongruency. Uh -huh. I think that the CIA was like, there's something going on with these pants. You need to get a job at pants. And she worked her way up to vice president. She has been working there for years as a double agent. It's the only way. You don't just, the CIA doesn't just go, okay, now you're the VP of pants. Get in there. This is a real company. They've got a logo and marketing and other employees that are working there when they go to her office. This is a legit deal. And she had to work her way up to VP of pants. How do you... She's been working there for 10... She's like, I have given my... I came into the CIA to stop Russia. Well, I know that the wall came down, Mr. President. So, you know, my options were a little weird. But I gave my life to pants. What does the CIA want with the pants? I... We're still trying to figure that out, the CIA here, okay? <laughs> we figure if she can get... High enough on the pants ladder, we'll figure that part out. Because the CIA's got two people 
that don't know each other on these pants, <laughs> and they're playing pants. the people against each other on the pants deal because the pants deal is so important to the CIA. Well, not to mention that they've got a whole other CIA team that's underneath the Buddha. Right. So they've got three different teams working the same pants angle. <laughs> Get me. They got three fucking teams working the pants a- angle. They got Get me Rob Schneider, the booby lady, and then they've got the Buddha, the Buddha group. I mean, they're Get all me working. We, sir, the pants are crap. <laughs> I knew it. Ha ha! Worth every dime. Crack the code. Okay, so uh, uh, okay, so uh, Ray finds that he has bombs in his clothes, and Karen and Tommy they're getting nabbed by the Rus- Russians, I think. And uh, he, they're get they're putting bombs everywhere because he's getting dressed, and he's about to walk out with his new clothes on and explode by bombs. But the man from Hong Kong has taken out the entire Russian hit squad and been like, I got your bomb. <laughs> boom, boom. JCVD. He's like, thank you. Team up and they high five. Uh, so Tommy and Karen, they're tied up on this boat. And this boat, I think, is headed towards Al Gore, who's giving a speech on climate change or something. I don't know what this boat's doing. But they're like, stop that boat. What's the boat? What's the point of the boat? The boat? Anyone? Because they keep like saying that today is the day that uh, England is going to pass over uh, Hong Kong to China and -hmm. they're making a big deal about it. But then they're also acting like it's happening inside of this harbor right on the waterfront. And Uh this boat has wandered its way into the harbor. It's like, why didn't you block the harbor? Yeah. Dipshits. No kidding. Yeah. Like, though this is the honor system, nobody will float in today. We sent out flyers and put them on ships' windshields. Also, doesn't they, don't they want to be more covert about this? I would think. They're shipping bombs to the U.S. It should be like on a normal shipping day. Blow the bombs up on the, in Hong Kong. That's not, I I don't know what the boat, the plan is. Because guess who comes out? Freaking Paul Servino. He's dirty. So he didn't get blown up. He blew up his own man's because he's now the guy that's shipping pants with bombs on him. So he put the missile in the safe. Ah, is this an octuple cross? I don't know yet. Uh, Wouldn't he have been on the tape if he was the rocket man? He's like, I'm my own enemy. And I, Punches himself in the balls. Like, he's turned so many times he doesn't even know which way he's facing. Yeah, wait, wait, whose side am I on? I needed that Eddie guy to get the crap pants into America. Why did I blow him up? Why did I blow him up? Shit, God, I am confused now. (laughs) Said said the mastermind. Uh, And he's like, you know what? Here's the plan. Ha ha ha. I'm going to blackmail America and their satellites with tiny bombs and they got to pay me a hundred million dollars a month oh wait why are the satellites now involved i think you're just gonna blow up america well i think he's gonna use the satellites because that's how he can set them off now they're satellite not radio (sighs) wow okay all right hundred million dollars a month is what he's got coming in um and uh and uh ray and the hong kong cop they zip line onto the ship uh, and 
take over the crane, smash it into the bridge. So now, or it's part, some part of the ship that looks like the bridge, because it's like a dual bridge ship, because they smash something that looks like the bridge. But later, the bridge is intact, and they're using it. They also independently zip line on two different areas. Right. It's very yeah. strange. Uh, I never can find out who's running the crane through this whole thing. I think it was. I think it was Ray. No, because they both leave and start fighting, and that crane is still dropping shit everywhere. Uh, There's like a guy that works there that just mm-hmm. is like, "Fuck it, I'm just gonna go willy nilly with this crane." I can't determine who's driving the boat either. I I know who that guy is. He's a knockoff. And he's knocking off the 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 things on the boat, the cargo. So this is actually not a double entendre. It's a triple entendre. (laughs) Yeah, hey-oh. Things get knocked off of the boat. Yeah, Yeah, and you know, Uh, I would love to contribute to this part of the movie, but honestly, I... I was so goddamn lost. I'm like, they're on a boat. No, what's this? It's a crane. Nope. This is a tugboat. Nope. That's not what this right? is. This is a thing out in the middle of the ocean that they and dry dock on. It gets worse. On. It gets worse. What? Because Ray starts, like, Ray has at some point taken the juice from the bottom of a Domino's pizza, spread it all over the, the floor of the boat, and starts sliding around shooting people like he's grease fucking lightning. Yeah. He's sliding around more than Statham slides around in that oil scene in the transporter. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's pretty yeah, cool. Yeah, you're kind of grossed out by this. Yeah, those, and those pants aren't going to hold up. You know you know that you, the pants, quality of pants you're wearing, well, He Ray. has the good pants that the elephant can't break because they, he had to get a pair of those ones because he didn't want to blow up because all the shitty ones have bombs in them. But the Fair good enough, ones good don't point. have bombs in them. So he's wearing real good pants. Point. Good point. All right. All right. Uh, U.S. choppers are inbound because these the, are British. Or not the British chopper. The British, the king of British military is like, all right, that boat's coming right for us. Let's blow it up. Uh, you, cargo ship, turn around. Turn around. The Hong Kong guy gets up on the bridge that was crushed and turns the boat around you think that they would have done something about that as well like in their master plan paul sorvino so he turns the boat around they were headed into harbor so now they're headed back Uh out right but the next thing that happens is the boat just dry docks itself it drives into another boat it's another boat that has a dry dock that you dr- it's like the the oil change place for boats. There's a boat that is a dry dock. Because they dr- they crash into the boat and then they end up on the back of the boat and he pushes a button so and it dry docks the boat on top of the boat. This is supposed to be one of the most horridly mutilated by editing sequences in this film. Uh-huh. Is what's happening that they were, I think I can figure it out, that they were never on the same boat. Han is on the dry dock boat and Van Dam is on the other boat. But now they're together as the boats are now one. The one boat's so, on the other boat, so they're sort of in the same spot. So the boat that was going into the harbor was unrelated to explosive pants? He just was like, I'm on a boat. I can't and, tell and you sure what that happened boat here. Or, it doesn't I, make it any doesn't sense. Make sense. It doesn't make sense. The best I can do is that there's a mobile dry dock and they happen to crash into it perfectly so that Han could push the button and raise it up. And now that boat's not going anywhere anymore. That's the best I could do. And then what? 
And then now it's but so it's still on a boat. So who turned the other boat around? Because if Han is in this big one the whole time, because he pushes the button, no, that makes no, no, dry dock he's work. not. He's not. When it crashes into the ship, he goes flying through the window onto the other boat. Okay. <laughs> it is really confusing. <laughs> oh my god! All right. Uh, so there's more fighting and lead flying all over, and uh, Harry runs to get away to the getaway boat. Because there's another boat involved now at some point. It's not like a lifeboat that was attached to the dry dock boat. Another boat has showed up and said, Harry, get on here. This boat's filled with guys with guns. There's so many henchmen now. There's just like yeah. endless henchmen. Because Van Damme's it's- cutting them down like like tiny trees. Just little d- d- dispatching henchmen left and right. And there's just more henchmen. So many. Yeah. So Paul Servino's on this other boat. Agent Jeans, she sees him get on that boat and she's like, not on my watch. So she sprints and she does something stupid to get on the other. What the heck did she do? She She barely makes it onto the boat, but she has like hold of this rope that's hanging out one of the portholes. She before she does that, she does something stupid and she like glides down a certain death fall on a tarp that's really long. Yeah. Yeah, that didn't break her fall at all, just kept falling right. out of her head. Yeah. <laughs> and then gets, like, completely trapped by that tarp, but then, like, frees herself <laughs> and then goes, ayah, and jumps over, the, jumps the gap and grabs, like, some rope on the side of the boat. Uh-huh. But then the mobsters the russian mafia is about to shoot her with an ak-47 and that's when han jumps off the boat so that he can get just a little bit closer to shoot that guy right and then goes in the drink (laughs) and then swims back to the boat dock thing and is like hey guys well we're skipping the part where tickle fingers and uh, Van Damme are oh, fighting right. because yeah. he yeah, does yeah, yeah. his tickle fingers and then he takes his glass lenses out and they're little knives and he kills one of oh his own God, men it's accidentally. So uh, it's so stupid. The Van Damme himself is sliding around the boat like it's a fucking slip inside and he's having the greatest time killing like 30 guys every time he slides out from by a container or whatever <laughs> and then tickle and containers f- are smashing into each other as well guys inside he's of them. not only sliding but he's spider-manning about yeah he's everywhere he's like a he's a natural he's a force of nature in this sequence and he runs out of bullets so he just like slaps guys, takes their guns and shoot them and then like kills 10 more guys, runs out of bullets, finds a guy, takes his gun. Spider-Man's up here, slides over there, shoots a guy. Meanwhile, this <laughs> one guy that's called Tickle Fingers would run him down, but he has to stop because he's got TB. He's fucking coughing <laughs> behind the containers sometimes. And you're like, are you okay? Right? Are you up to this? Because he's flying around the boat, murdering the fuck out of everybody. And you've got a really bad cough. <laughs> you should get that checked out, buddy. What are you doing here? Um, yeah. It, meanwhile, uh, the boat that they're on is completely wired with the tiny bombs uh, that Paul Servino has at some point set up. And um, he's got the detonator. And uh, I guess that's where all the pants are, too. Yeah, I'm not real so sure. So that was supposed to be the boat that they took to America to sell their wares. 
Uh-huh. But it's gone south on him, so he's just escaped onto another smaller boat. So Agent Pants, she sees that he's about to hit the detonator, and she happened to have some bombs that fell into her cleavage at some point. Yeah. So she pulls them out of her cans and chucks them towards Paul Servino. He hits the detonator. The whole boat explodes, and you hear him laughing, going, ha, 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 oh, ho, ho, ho. This is the second then, time he's exploded. The second time in the movie, Green Fire has gotten the Paul Servino. And uh, then the the other boat that they were on with the pants explodes and they jump on a Zodiac and uh, they get away. But then while they're getting away and it's exploding, they go from water level to a shot of them like 100 feet in the air like they rode a geyser that was in the ocean. And they're on their way back down now. Explosion. So, yeah, the what's this? The coffin guy gets killed. Tickle tickle business gets killed by a shipping container. His head mm-hmm. comes off, uh, and his right, legs come right. off. His head comes off, and then he gets hit by he the shipping He explodes really when the shipping container yeah. hits him. All of his limbs come off, and one of them almost uh-huh. hits Van Damme in the head. Uh, then Van Damme's like, oh, there's another Russian guy that's got, like, he's knife guy, but he shoots him, I think. I can't remember. He kicks him in the face good enough once that he probably shouldn't get back up, but he does. Does Han shoot that guy? I don't know, but what does this have to do with the guy? Because we're of, forgetting of- the part. We skipped a part where he just takes his shirt off just to take his shirt off. Just to take his shirt off. Yeah, that's true. That's true. He's like, I think Han shoots the other guy that has the knife, and he's like, oh, okay. And then he just takes his shirt off. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No, Rob Schneider shoots him. And then he's like, hey. Okay. And he's like, okay, cool. And then he just takes his shirt off because he's been- I know I'm about to go on a water ride. Wearing it too much in the movie. Uh, There's been not enough shirtless one. Van Damme, so he's like, I've had it with this shirt. And this it's been pretty grody sliding around in all those oil slicks. Yeah, right. That's true. He's like, uh, yeah, I'm not, I'm not getting this thing worse when we go for a geyser ride. Jackie, where does the geyser water come from? Oh, fuck. I don't know. All, I mean, all of a sudden, it's like this shot, and there's all this water around him, and you're like, what the hell is going on? And it kind of seems like they're coming off of a giant wave, but then the next shot makes it look like all the water's just falling straight down. Like Exactly. They were a geyser, and then... They're all holding on for dear life, and Van Damme, is, his legs are flying up behind him, and then uh-huh. they hit the water, and everybody's okay, and then they save the other lady. So I'm not sure where the water came from. If it, The explosion happened, and it caused a tidal wave that gave up immediately. Yeah, it's like, no, nah, no, no. Yeah, and when Van Damme's riding down, he's actually riding it like it's a rodeo bull. Yes, And then Han and Tommy are just sitting in the boat, and they're fine. <laughs> But he's like, whoa, got to hold on to this bucking Bronco. And they're like, no, you can just sit still. It's cool. Uh, and then they find, they float up and they find the detonator that Paul Servino used to blow himself up in the water. And they're like, oh, huh, okay, we'll take this with us. Two hours later, well, you forget Paul Servino's not dead. face has to dodge a shipping container swimming style. And then she gets back in the boat. And then, and then Tommy stands up. And starts looking around funny. And she's like, what are you looking at? And he's like, Johansson. He knows that he can't be blown up. Mm-hmm. He's seen this before. Yeah. No, Harry's not blown up. He's he's loading up a new bomb into a dino toy. And he's got like a cigar box full of the bombs. And mm-hmm. they're shithouse drunk fucking with this detonator. And there's some drunk lady that we've never seen before passed out with them 
Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's true. And the pants lady's gone. She's gone. She's just gone. <laughs> and Hong Kong is setting off their uh, end of British rule fireworks, and so there's explosions everywhere. And they're like, "Oh, what's the deal with this this detonator?" And they turn the freaking knob, and it blows up Harry for the third time in this movie. So is he blown up for real this time? Because I just don't think so. Also, that bomb probably killed like 50 people. It blows up an entire building. Yeah. And it's they not just Harry there. Laugh it off like they're just drunk. <laughs> ah. Okay. Oh, 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 oh. uh, That's the mean, movie. He's like, I mean, anything's fine. I'm a pants guy that just killed 50 people. And you're like a secret agent of pants. Mm-hmm. So right. this is just a funny joke. Uh, first question, is Harry dead? He can't be. He can't be dead. Because the other would, two explosions didn't kill him. Why would, he, why would he be dead this time? He never, like, you never, there's no, oh, well, see, I knew you were going to blow me up, so I dove off early before I got blown up. No, he is in the, the fire is surrounding him in the second time he gets blown up. He's blown up, but... He is unaffected by it. Harry cannot be killed by explosions. No, he has made himself immune to explosions by starting with very tiny explosions and Mm -hmm. working himself up until he has (laughs) developed an an explosion immunity. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, he's still out there with this master plan. Someday he's going to come back. One of these days, I'm going to quit blowing myself up and I'm going (laughs) to ransom the U.S. with not getting blown up. All right, that's my first question. Uh, next, what Sam. happens to Pants Lady? Uh, well, did, did anything get resolved? No. So, I mean, she reports back to Langley, and they're like, uh, yeah, but what about Pants? Yeah, so Langley is like, we're going to bring you in into the office, and she's about to do the report, and she's like, the CIA people are like, this isn't going to be what you think. This is not just a debriefing. We're really trying to figure out why we had three independent teams on pants. Yeah. Yep. You're fired. <laughs> Whoever put her in charge of being in pants. Maybe she put herself in charge of pants. I don't know. But either way, there's no more pants. All the pants blew up, I think, right? Yeah, all the pants blew up. The, yep. the evidence is that the, it sleeps with Davy Jones. They got nothing. Everybody's yeah. dead except for Harry. And uh, many innocent civilians were murdered by pants. And she's come back to Langley with, look, I ain't got any pants. I, Sorry. <laughs> sorry, guys. Yeah. No pants. Okay. Uh, yeah, she's fired. Uh, Jackie? I don't have any questions. This was so weird that. Nope. Okay. So what's Rob Schneider doing then now? He's just palling around. Like, are they? He's just hanging out. They're just going to get into another shady deal. I, I'm assuming he got fired too in the pants meeting. And now he's well, just like, well, my only friend is Ray. So I'll go back to Hong Kong. His overseers the- are all dead, except for the one that can't be blown up who's obviously a right. bad guy. So I think he's just like, uh-huh. I'm pretty sure I don't have a job anymore. So I'm going to hang out with oh. you. Or he's like milking it. Like, I'm just going to keep pretending I have a job, collecting my paycheck and 
somebody's eventually going to ask, hey, what's do what you, what's the pants situation? And then he's going to be, okay, then I'll be fired. Yeah. But he's just uh, punting as long as he can. <laughs> so the uh, only person who clearly still has normalcy is Han, the mm-hmm. detective of Hong Kong. He probably just goes back to work. Yeah. 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 It's on to the next case, which is probably shirts. <laughs> you guys ever think about what goings on happens in the world of socks? Mm-hmm. The underground mm-hmm. world of socks? <laughs> I know what happens to socks that go under the bed. You know, they get pull them out lo- later. lost there for a long time. <laughs> Like, well, there's a lot of socks down here. (laughs) Oh, hey, there's that sock. Well, let's crack the sock mystery, I guess. There's no underground. It's just under the bed. Uh, My first question is, do I like this movie? I don't know. Do you? I'm not sure that I do. I'm not sure that I do. I'm so confused by it (laughs) that I cannot really say I liked it. I just don't know. Like, I, I, I... it, when it comes to final recommendations, I'm going to give it a do because, but I don't know if I liked it. I didn't like it the first time because I was expecting this. I, what I didn't really mention about Van Damme and the boring bullshit is this was his last one. Until the Expendables, he wasn't in a theatrical mm-hmm. release after this happened. He okay. went. He this this put uh, Sui Hark back in Hong Kong and it put him on the DVD mm-hmm. shelf. Okay, um, killer. Building up to this, though, some of the ones that did work out were like Sudden Death, which I did not like mm-hmm. very much at all. Okay. Uh, this one, I couldn't ever tell if I liked it. And when I, I don't think I liked it, but this time around, because it's so stupid and the action is super zany. It is, but at the same time, the editing is so bad. It's so bad. That it's really hard to fucking tell what's going on, not just with the plot, but with, even with some of the action sequences. You're like, who's that fighting? Who's that? Who are these people? I can't tell anything because you're trying to over-edit this. It's, it suffers from the late 90s, early 2000s over-editing yeah. and being like, and look at our editing. They edited out... The steak and potatoes of the film. They stripped right. it of yeah. 10 or 15 minutes of action sequences, which is a lot of action. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know if I liked this movie. I just don't. I don't know. I'm, I might have to take another view of it at some point, I like five years down the road and see if I like it. wish it could get its footage back. I yeah, wish there was yeah. some way for this to become whole again so they could see. Because it's not going to be super long. I mean, they actually Mm-mm. edited it down under 90 minutes. Which is yeah. weird. That's a, that's a heavy set of scissors. Yeah. All right, Sam, you got another question? I don't think so. Okay. Last one. Is it nonsensical? Does it qualify for making absolutely no sense? Or did we kind of piece this one together and kind of figure out what it is about? Not that it's not stupid, but did we solve this mystery? No, you just said you don't even know if you like it because you can't tell what's going on. Good point. Good point. What Jackie, sense could be made? I, like I said, I couldn't even talk about the last part of the movie because I didn't understand what the hell was going on. <laughs> That's why I was been silent, you know, up to this point. because It's like, mm, I don't really have anything to say because I don't know. I don't know what's happening. Uh, Pants? 
the shirtless guy. Okay, got it. Yeah, another I boat. Mean, another boat. What was that? Pants. A boat. A belt. Okay. Guys, bam, bam, bam. Okay. Safety. Yeah. Okay. All right. The only uh, thing we were able to really piece together was that the CIA had mm-hmm. three independent teams mm-hmm. on pants. And mm-hmm. I can tell you that that does not make sense. That does not make sense. But actually does, because that totally sounds like a CIA thing that they would actually do. You know? Uh, pants? They sent a robo-cat into Russia, Sam, and it immediately got ran over on its first mission. Didn't even make it into the embassy. It was tacoed in traffic. We spent millions on... Pants investigation checks out with the CIA. Okay. It doesn't make sense to us, <laughs> but in the context of history, it actually makes sense. <laughs> Why would you be on the pants thing? Well, we sent a cat into Moscow. Oh. Oh. Okay. Uh, all right. That's uh, that's that. Final recommendations, starting with Justin. Uh, do. Yeah, it is. I was 50-50 on it for a long time because the editing is so terrible that I was like, God, I just don't know if I can recommend this because it's just like almost nausea-inducing how bad this editing is. But it's really stupid. It's really... When a movie's this level of stupid, it's pretty hard to not give it due to because it's like, wow, dumb. (laughs) So, yeah, do. Now, will you like it? I don't know, but it's a do. So, Sam. Do! Try to make some sense of it and get back to us. Because we even kind of figured out Dreamcatcher, but this one, no idea. No clue. Pants. Jackie. Do, because it did have some moments like person getting hit with a can of soup, person mm. getting whipped with an eel, uh, explosions and fighting that were all kind of fun. Mm-hmm. Um, that, yeah, I couldn't make sense of it, but I liked it and I thought it was, I thought it was a good time. So I'm going to give it a deal. Okay. That's three dues. That's uh that's good fare. We're on a hot streak again. It's two weeks in a row. We'll see what happens next week when we go back to the well of nonsensical. You know who it is. It's Amni Shamalama Ding Dong with his 2021 movie Old. Currently streaming on HBO Max. So do that. Okay. Foreshadowing. I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna predict that's gonna be three don'ts. Okay, probably, <laughs> probably. He's, he doesn't have a good track record on the old sneaker band. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, so we'll see what happens. But uh, enjoy your week, guys. Get to the chopper. Oh, and uh, vote tomorrow. Tomorrow.